Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. tonight, but I'm thankful that the Holy Ghost knows how to revive us and help us and encourage us. Amen. And I do desire your prayers tonight. I did fail to ask. uh, I hope you don't think that I lack humiliation because I don't. I need your prayers and can't do anything without God. Um, Tonight, if you have your Bible, we're going to be looking at uh, in John uh, if I can get there, this this big old Bible, it scares me. It's got big letters in it. I can see them better. I'm, I have to, I can't say I didn't know. Amen. In, in John chapter 9, if, uh, we'll read a few verses uh, starting at verse 29. John 9 and 29 is where we'll get our thought from tonight. The Bible says, uh, We know that God spake unto Moses. As for this feller, we know not from whence he is. Man answered and said unto them, Why, herein is a marvelous thing, that ye know not whence he is, and yet he hath opened mine eyes. Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? If this man were not of God, he could do nothing. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I am come into this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, Are we blind also? Jesus said unto them, If ye were blind, ye should have no sin. But now ye say we see, therefore your sin remaineth. Father, bless your word and your servant and every soul that's here tonight. Be glorified and magnified, exalted above God all we know and and don't. And we just ask for your blessing, Father, that the lost be, be found and that your word, Father God, being true, Lord, let every man be a liar. God, open our eyes. Lord, we cannot see without you. And we ask for your blessing and unction in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. We was, uh, we've been listening to the revivals that are going on in town and, and getting uh, mildly blessed on those. And, uh, but as we, were, we get to go into the jail, uh, we started a study of seeing Jesus in every book of the old Bible. And as we did so, we we found ourselves in Exodus chapter 12 this week. Uh, That's the second book of the Bible. And we see Jesus as the Lamb 
that was given for the sins of the world. And we started looking at that, and and you'll see that in John 1 and 29, uh, John says, Behold the Lamb of God. Now, if you're to behold something, you are to look at it. And then we were led here to this scripture. And we see here that this man was born blind. Now, the Pharisees, the religious people of the day, uh, were declaring unto him in the scripture that we just read that this man was born in sin. Had he not been born in sin, he wouldn't have been born blind. You can... You can read the beginning of the scripture of the book and it, in this chapter and it talks about, they said, who did sin, his parents or him? They believed that even a child unborn could sin in the womb. And so they said he was born in sin. Uh, and this, this man didn't know what they were talking about. I know he was raised in all the ways of God in the time and there was no secrets to him about this. For if it had been any other way, his parents would not have been trying to go to the synagogue and been trying to be in the house of God. And they wouldn't have done that. And then they made excuse, said, well, he's of age. We've read that. Pastor Tommy's preached on that plenty of times. Ask him. They were trying to, in my eyes, they were trying to get out of being held accountable for giving an answer as to whether or not Jesus Christ had opened his eyes or why he had opened his eyes. But the thought that we have tonight about all this is it says here, if you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sin remaineth. There's a lot of people in this world, they think that God is going to excuse their sin. Yeah. They think that they'll somehow make a deal with God and, and enter in. But I want to remind you that if we go back into the book of Exodus and we find in chapter 12 how that the Word of God came to Moses and, and God spoke to him. And let's get one thing straight tonight. God said. And if God said, it must be so. That's why while I was praying, I, as the Lord was dealing with me, if God be true, then every man be a liar. And if God said in the book of Exodus that they were to gather themselves together, and you know what was going on, the children of Israel... They had been in captivity for 430 years. They were in a place that sin had bound them. Sin had brought them there. But yet we know that it was by God's goodness that they were brought there. But just like this man that was made to see in the Old Testament, the children of Israel were brought to a place that Christ and God would be glorified uh, by the power of God. You know, it says, not by might, uh, not by the will of man, but by the power of God will man be uh, delivered from his sin. The, the Spirit of God has come to reveal unto us God in Christ in His glorified form that taketh away the sins of the world, just like it did in Exodus. You go back here in the book of Exodus and we find that Moses and Aaron were brought before the Lord and they were told to get a lamb, a one without blemish, one that had no sin. You see, the, the, the specimen had to be right. What needed to be done had to be ordained of God. They were told to enter into the house. Uh, we can 
spend our time reading that scripture tonight, but we're just going to preach on it for just a minute about how God has made a way and that if you believe God's word, uh, you, my friend, can be saved. The whole point of what happened in the scripture, in the book of Exodus, and what happened here is that you might see that Jesus is the Lamb of God that was given for the sins of the world. Just like it was in the Old Testament. The Bible says they were to take a lamb, one without blemish, and they were to go into their house, and they were to shut the door, and they were to stay in there. He instructed them not to leave the house. Uh, there's only one way to get into heaven, and that's by entering into the house. We can think about many things tonight about entering into God's house. There's only one way to heaven, and that's through God's house. And Jesus is that house. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is that way. Uh, by the word of God, if you would believe God's word and obey God's word, you can be saved. Uh, the Bible has, has told us God himself has revealed unto us that Jesus is the only way to, for a man to be saved. Uh, he is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Now in the Old Testament, they told him to get a lamb, a one that was but a year old and without blemish, without any particular thing wrong with it. And on the tenth day, they were to get that lamb and they were to bring it into their house and observe it until the 14th day. And they were to look at this thing and make sure that this sacrifice that they had picked was the one that was without blemish. And they were to kill that lamb. And they were to take the blood that, that fell into the basin. And, they were, and Moses said, get you a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood and put it on the doorpost and over the door lintel, on the door lintel itself, over the post. And the blood was to be applied. And that on that tenth, in that most awful night, the death angel would come and it would take from every house the firstborn. Amen. But those who had the blood applied, those who had done what God had instructed them to do, those who had that lamb that was sacrificed, uh, that would take and take that bunch of his up and put that blood where God told him to do it. Put it on the doorpost and over the door on the lintel. When that death angel came, that when the death angel came and he saw the blood, he would pass over them. We're living in a time when men are trying to get to heaven by works, by religion, by going into the wrong house with the wrong sacrifice. There's only one way. You see, when we enter in the way that God instructed us to do, we'll all have the same testimony. We'll all have the same report. It'll all be because of what Christ did for them. That they heard God one day and they believed God and they trusted in Him and they came the way that God instructed them to come. And when they came and they believed, their eyes were open just like this man that was born blind, born in sin, just like all men are. Yet these that were with them and perceived this great miracle wouldn't have anything to do with Jesus. Yet they all had this to say. He could do nothing but God be with him. God be using him. And yet 
they'll look at Jesus nowadays and they'll forsake repentance and trust in God and go about trying to get to heaven some other way. Amen. There's no way but through the blood that was shed on Calvary. We see here, Jesus was declaring unto them, and I and I declare it unto the world today, that if uh, ye were blind, ye should have no sin. Uh, in other words, had they not heard that Jesus Christ was the Lamb of God, had they not seen this miracle that Christ had done, they said, it has never been done. They had never heard about one being born blind and their eyes being opened. But God had done this great work and this miracle and they knew that it was God that had done this. It was God that was working through this man Jesus and he had done this that their eyes could be opened. Yet they said we would rather remain in our sin. And that's where the world is today. Uh, they're, they're going about still fussing over whether or not God said it was sin or not sin. When God said it was sin, he, he meant it was sin. When God said that he'd sin and give a sacrifice for our sin and that if anyone would enter into the house and stay, Amen. You want to know what's wrong with the church today? They're not staying in the house of God. There's something wrong with them. If they won't stay in, you've got to stay in the house. You've got to stay where God put you. You've got to stay where God called you to. And if men refuse to stay in the house of God, I'm not going to tell you they're saved or not. But I am telling you that if you'll do it God's way, you'll be saved. Yeah. It does bother me and, and it does aggravate me. And I am concerned about many men and women that refuse to go back into the house God, into God's house today. I'm concerned about their soul. I'm concerned about as to whether or not they have believed in Jesus that they have sold out unto God. I, I am of the opinion. Amen. Yeah. I am of the opinion that there's something not right. I am suspicious of their testimony. I am suspicious as to whether or not they truly trust God. Because I'm going to tell you what. In Exodus, what I found when I read it was that they all believed God and they all went in and they were all saved. Doesn't talk about any of them not believing and doing it. And if that was so then, I believe it's so today. That if we'll believe God's word, I know they're crossing all kinds of lines and you might say, well, it's okay They'll work it out. I know the Bible tells us that every man will work out his own salvation with fear and trembling. And it's not about, I'm not trying to put religion on you, but I am telling you that the Word of God is clear that we are to assemble, that we are to come together, that we are to forsake this world. We've all come to this uh, this uh, testimony, this covenant on the wall. We've all agreed to that. And as Pastor Tommy said the other day, it struck me that we have all agreed to adhere to that. 
And it is better not to have agreed to something or to have made an agreement and broken it because that puts us guilty before God. Yeah. And you know what? If you're guilty before God, God's not going to change. You're going to have to change. Yeah. You're going to have to repent. Amen. You're going to have to get right with God. You say, well, but what about my health? Or what about this COVID thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not God. But I am going to tell you this. I'm going to get in the house. And I'm going to stay in the house. And I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And how do I know what God tells me to do? Because he, as He spoke to Moses, they said over here in chapter 9... They said, we know that God spoke unto Moses in verse 29. As for this feller, we know not from whence he is, but I do. I know from where Jesus came. He came from glory. He is the Son of God. He is my Savior. He is my Lord. He is the Word of God that became flesh, and I'm going to believe Him. So I'm, that's pretty much my message in a nutshell. I'm going to get in the house because yeah. the Lord told me to get in there. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the house because if I get out of the house, there ain't nothing but death. Yeah. There ain't nothing but trouble in my own will and in my own way and in my own strength. There ain't nothing but failure and God didn't raise me up out of death for me to be a failure. He raised me up to have a testimony that I'm going to live and not die, that I'm going to have prosperity, not like the world preaches, but one of everlasting life, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I'm going to stick with that, Alfred. Amen. That's success in my eyes, that I've been born again. That I, I know in whom I believe. I know that he is able to complete that which I have entrusted unto him against that day. I don't care if, if you find out tomorrow that I'm half dead. I ain't half dead. I'm just closer to home. Amen. I don't care if, if what goes on in my, I ain't trying to speak no ill on me or you or anybody else. But if I be in God, You see, there was something that I've never got over in the Exodus. When when those ten plagues were finishing up, there was two things that happened. The first thing, it didn't matter who was on the inside of the house. You just had to be in there. And the second thing was, they were all let out of captivity and they were never put there again, but by their own accord. Amen? And, and that is you and me. God opened that door for them to live and they were set free and Jesus Christ opened the door for me. He led captivity captive. And I ain't never been the same. Nor will I, do I have anything to go back to. Amen. So I'm here to tell you tonight, believe in Jesus. Get in the house Stay in the house according to Exodus 12. Read it for yourself and don't depart from it. If you've been born again, you're no longer a captive of the enemy, 
but you've been made captive by the captain of the host of the Lord's army, and he ain't lost a battle, and he sure ain't going to lose the war. And praise be unto God, if you don't have that hope tonight, and God's dealing with you, won't you just come to him and say, Lord, I need to get in the house. I need to get underneath the covering and underneath the sacrifice that was made for the whole world. I like what John said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. There will be no other sacrifice. There will be no other uh, offering made. There was one made on Calvary and that's all you need know. That's all you need adhere to. God said it. All you got to do is believe it and then obey it. And bless God, He'll know that you're His because of your life. It will de- it will declare unto the world, just like this boy having his eyes open, that it will be undeniable that this man was touched by God and he who could not see, uh, couldn't help but see from that point on, his blindness was gone and he was forever made a seer of God. Get us on, stand to your feet, and if you need Jesus for any reason tonight, I ask that you would come and obey the Spirit of God. There's only one way to heaven, and that's by the blood that was shed on Calvary. All them other uh, sheep that were sacrificed that night in Exodus were nothing more than a shadow of one that would come and give one sacrifice for the whole world and it be accepted by God the Father and bless God. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, He didn't enter in with the blood of bulls and goats, but entered in with His own blood and offered a sacrifice that was sweet and acceptable unto God the Father. And praise be unto God, the, the, the Bible tells us that two times God spoke from heaven, maybe three. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And praise be unto God, he entered in the last time with his own blood. And he put it there on the altar of sacrifice, never to be opened or closed again. And opened the door, the veil was torn from top to bottom. And made a way for all men to come unto God and be received. That's my message tonight. As we sing a song tonight, if you need the Lord, come.